Hello, welcome to the Girl and Duck podcast. I'm Jen Storer, acclaimed children's book author and chief inspirationalist, that's not a term I made up, at girlandduck.com, creative writing, creative life. At Girl and Duck, I take you on a journey from exploring the art of kidlit creation right through to mastering the art of kidlit creation. To find out more about the courses and products that I offer, pop over to the website. You're bound to find inspiration and support and something to absolutely love over there. That's www.girlandduck.com. But in the meantime, stick around because we've got lots to talk about. Was there once a song called Let Me Try Again? I think that was, um, (laughs) was it Frank Sinatra or someone like that? Anyway, this is the third time that I have tried to record a decent podcast in this week. The first two that I did were, the first one was whingy and boring. The second one was, I recorded it in my writing studio and I kept moving stuff around while I was talking and the mic kept picking up all this bumbling noise in the background, which was super, super irritating. So even though I was kind of happy with what I had talked about, I couldn't subject you to that bumbling, knocking, horrible background white noise. So I ditched that one as well. So here I am again today in in a very professional setup. I'm at the dining room table. The mic is balanced precariously on the Mists of Avalon Oracle with uh, a book called London by Peter Ackroyd, which is a non-fiction book that himself has just loved. And one of my old sketchbooks so they're all teetering in a stack with the microphone on top of it I'm not sure you know what if I'm increasing my chances of disaster by doing that but that's the way I'm rolling today I wanted to talk about many things because uh, my brain is going in a gazillion different directions at the moment which is not really that unusual but I have been thinking a lot about the voice of girl and duck and how the voice of girl and duck has evolved over the years and is still evolving and and that brings me back to thinking about voice in creative writing as well so what I'm going to try and do is kind of marry that together and give that as the central peg the central Ted uh, tent pole <laughs> in this marquee that I'm putting up here today for you. Uh, I, I just want to try and give what could end up being a really, really rambly um, podcast. I'm trying to make that into something a little bit more channeled and, and funneled, um, for want of a better word. So, so what's been making me think about the voice of Girl and Duck? Well, in the last two weeks or week or so uh, we have been running Facebook ads again so this is I think the third or fourth time that we have experimented with Facebook ads and they really are just an experiment at for me I'm not totally convinced that they're that effective um, 
they they put more eyes on girl and duck and they do send more people our way but a lot of those people are coming in cold and basically they don't trust me and so what I've noticed is though we've brought in some lovely new people to our community we've also brought in some uh, criticism and some doubters and some actually some really angry people as well uh, who you know they sort of sign up to do the free course which is sort of standard in uh, Facebook advertising or online advertising is that you offer a taste of what you do for free uh, so that people can get to know you and get to know your teaching or coaching style and then in order and then they give give you your they give you their email address so then you can be in contact and you can let them know uh, what you're doing and uh, what you've got to offer and they get of course they'll get newsletters and all that sort of um, lovely stuff that we do here at Girl and Duck or that I do what am I using the royal we for it's just me <laughs> anyway um, but of course and the thing that I I kind of don't get is that if people just want the freebie then sign up for the freebie and then straight away unsubscribe like everyone kind of really knows the ropes but don't sign up get the freebie then get a newsletter and write to us in capital letters saying we're sp we're spamming you this is the sort of thing that you have to cope with I, I guess when you have an online business is people being suspicious of you and somehow thinking that you're going to rip them off and that you're out there to rip them off and I I just I just feel like that is so to to accuse me of ripping people off is, astounds me because it's like don't you even know me <laughs> but of course coming back to Facebook ads no a lot of people out there don't know me and they don't so they don't so the default position for many people not all but many people is distrust suspicion uh, and in some cases just downright ag aggression so that's really really weird and sometimes I think about if I could if I could fiddle with the voice of girl and duck more 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 maybe more people would understand the genuineness of girl and duck uh, perhaps I need to e get even more raw more honest more me uh, I just don't know and that's what I that's what I kind of want to talk about you know in the context of this podcast is this whole thing with voice because it's fascinating and and it's ongoing you know you you never can quite nail it and you always there's always instances where you want to tweak it or change it or somehow improve it so and this relates to our creative writing too all right so this is not obviously I'm feeling a little bit damaged today but this is not a sales pitch okay but I just wanted to mention in my book <laughs> in my book I've got a creative writing book called see me jump 20 things I've learned about writing books for children okay and if you want to get the book it's over on Amazon but if you just wanted to download the PDF of the book you can do that by going to the girl and duck shop and just getting the PDF 
um, as well. So there's two options of how you can get this book. But the thing about this book that I've noticed is that I spend about 15 or 16 pages at the beginning of what is actually quite a small book. I spend that time talking about voice because I've always thought, I've always felt ever since my days back when I was an editor and working in-house, I sort of formulated this little theory is that of all the the literary devices that one has to uh, become familiar with and start using wisely. Of all those, I think voice is the, the key thing. You have to get voice right. When you've got voice right, that's when people tend to say, editors and publishers and, and readers, this person can write. You know, this person is a good writer and often it's because they've nailed voice. They have come to their work using a voice that is many, many things. It can be many things. It can be enchanting. It can be witty. It can be stern. It can be affronting. Whatever sort of voice that they're using, the voice is strong and consistent and kind of alluring. It's also reassuring. A good voice, an accomplished voice, makes a reader feel held. It makes them feel confident that they don't have to cringe, that this person can actually write and now they can relax into the story and enjoy the story. An accomplished voice in any piece of fiction or non-fiction is very reassuring. And so that's why I spend a lot of time in See Me Jump, at the beginning of See Me Jump, talking about voice. And yes, of course, if you're writing adult fiction, this applies to you as well. The first half of the book, the first 10 tips, relate to creative writing on the whole. So it's not just about the nuances uh, of children's literature, it's also about creative writing in general. But I wanted to share this bit with you too, and just read this out from the book so that I could go a little bit deeper into voice. So here's a little excerpt from the book where I say, when I ask my creative writing students to define voice, and I'm talking about when I teach in real life here, when I ask my creative writing students to define voice, everyone gets in a muddle. They all intuitively know what it means, but it's hard to articulate straight off the top of their heads. Invariably, people start to mumble about tone. Voice and tone go hand in hand. I guess that's why they're so often spoken about as if they were one and the same. All right? But they're not one and the same. Tone is actually a result of voice. It's not voice. So what is voice? So here's a... a, um, it's probably Macquarie, definition of voice. Voice is the individual writing style of an author, a combination of idiosyncratic usage of elements such as syntax, diction, punctuation, character development, dialogue within a given body of text. All right, so the key word in there is the idiosyncratic use of language. When we talk about diction, we're talking about the choice of words. When we talk about syntax, we're talking about how you put your sentences together. We're talking about structure as well, not just structure of the sentences, but structure of the paragraphs, structure of the chapters, you know, everything. 
um, structure is also a part of the voice. Dialogue, how you write and how you punctuate as well. Punctuation is key. It's so important to voice because punctuation affects the rhythm and rhythm gives uh, a melody to your writing. So you need to pay attention to punctuation. I could crap on about punctuation forever. I really love punctuation. <laughs> um, so so that's, that's voice. And then from voice, we end up with a tone. Okay, so tone is a literary compound of composition which shows the attitudes toward the subject and toward the audience implied in a literary work. Tone may be formal, informal, intimate, solemn, somber, playful, serious, ironic, condescending, or many other possible um, attitudes. So what I use in the book is an excerpt from an Enid Blyton book because I want to demonstrate condescending tone and how and I and I pick that apart to show what words are used and how they're placed what punctuation is used and how it's um placed as well in order to get the tone uh from the piece that I'm talking about so from the end of Blyton piece and also from another piece that I found um glued inside a book once in a library that just absolutely spun me out it was supposedly a note from the librarian on how to look after the book it's, it's hilarious and the the voice is hilarious uh, and the resulting tone is also really really telling and really gives you a an insight into the attitude of whoever that public servant was that wrote that note that was glued inside the book because the the tone was really condescending, but it was also, for want of a better term, you know, it was corporate or it was patriarchal. And this all comes back to the, the me often looking at and analysing the voice of Girl and Duck and working hard to make it me, to make it authentic, to make it intimate. So these are some things that you can really think about when you think about voice in terms of your own work. But I was also listening to a podcast recently by Carly Nemo, who I really, I love her work. I love her podcast. And she was talking about voice in all the other contexts. And of course, that's what's so fascinating about how we talk about voice nowadays. Because voice doesn't just relate to creative writing. As Carly points out, it, it relates to it can, when we talk about voice, we might be talking about boundaries and speaking up, how you use your voice in terms of being visible, how you ex also are just about, not just about creativity, but your voice is about self-expression. And so we, we think about, am I using my voice and am I using my voice in a sincere and authentic way? Am I being true to my values when I speak up or when I don't speak up? So voice is all tangled up in all these things and of course it's also about your brand and your business and authors and illustrators out there you know think about the voice that you're using on your website think about how appealing that voice is how accessible that voice is how it's presented in text in textual form even is there a lot of white space around your voice 
In other words, are you using lots of white space on your website, not cluttering it with hard to read dense paragraphs that exhaust people immediately before they've even read the first few sentences, they've kind of clicked onto a either another page or another person's website because they can't access the dense the dense material that you're throwing at them. So again, that's even even when I talk about white space, I guess I'm talking about punctuation. You know, in terms of writing for online uh, platforms, white space is punctuation. It's breath, it's oxygen. As a lot of publishers say, you know, get some oxygen around these words. We talk about that when we're creating picture books. Get some oxygen around the text. Allow some space. Allow some breathing space uh, for the story. So again, this is all about voice. And this is why, you know, I find it so fascinating. And I think it's ongoing and uh, and I know that you're not going to be for everybody. I know that. There's, it's impossible. You know, as they say, if you're, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. So you have to, especially when it comes to your website or your business, you, you kind of have to choose a voice that's closest to you and feels as comfortable and authentic for you and, and also for your imagined um, uh, client. And then work with that and perfect that. Allow that that's going to have to be perfected over time. Uh, it, it may not, it, especially when you, you know, when we come back to visibility issues, it's hard at the beginning of a business. It's hard to put yourself out there. It's hard to sell if that doesn't come to you naturally. We can't, we have all those voices in our head that, that tell us that we're not allowed to sell, that equate selling with ripping off. When the fact is, for most people, they have a genuinely beautiful um, offer that they're making, that they've put a lot of work and a lot of years of learning and, and um, experience into, and then they produce some kind of a product, and they have every right to sell it and to put it in the marketplace. It's not ripping anybody off. How can you rip anybody off if they don't, if they look at it and think, well, this is not for me, and they just don't buy it, Like. Okay, <laughs> it's not a, <clears throat> it's not our products, especially in this online learning space. They're not cars that have just been driven to work by a little old lady every Sunday. You know, we're not used car salesmen. Um, we're just people who have created some really lovely things and want to share them with other people if they want them. So that's what it's all about. But yeah, I, I just find I love voice. I love talking about voice, and I love. Um, directing people to think about voice to think about voice more deeply in everything that they do whether it is creative writing and again you know it's also about illustration we have to find our voice in illustration too that's part of the challenge and then not just sit with that one voice but develop that voice perhaps even develop many voices if you're a gifted illustrator who can work with lots of different styles that's an option as well but when that then that also comes back back to um, creative expression so finding your voice within your illustration style is your are you happy to go with a a gentle style are you happy to go with something that you feel is a bit derivative but feels safe for the time being that's okay you can develop as you go. 
I've been in this game long enough to have seen lots of illustrators develop and grow and change over time. Um, and same with writers. So I guess in a rambly way, that is, I hope, a podcast for today. I hope that you're doing well wherever you are. And I will be back with another podcast at some random time, but hopefully fairly soon. All right, take care. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you want more ducky goodness, pop over to the website www.girlandduck.com or you can find me on Instagram at Jen E. Storer, J-E-N-E-S-T-O-R-E-R. Bye for now.